yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna move to Siberia, I'm gonna go to Irkutsk and open a clinic for insane syphilitic people, and it's very depressing work, so I, you know, so slowly slide into binge drinking vodka mm -hmm. every day. And before mm -hmm. you know it, I'm on the crocodile, and I'm smoking red phosphorus and crack out of an apple in the backyard of the civilian <laughs> clinic. Out of an apple? Out of an apple. <laughs> um, mm. uh, okay, uh, that's just a life plan for you? I think that's kind of my late 20s, the direction I want to pivot into, yeah. You know, help people, destroy myself. Uh, yeah, it's just... It's, and Putin's going to pay me like $30 billion to do it for some reason. I don't even know why. I... Uh, for the listener, we have a journalistic obligation to report to you that Putin has made no such statement at this time. Yeah, the the, the Internet Research Council, we, proud sponsor we of Thirty podcast, Minute Worlds. We may be a podcast, but we have journalistic integrity, and I want you to know <laughs> that I've not heard from my sources that Vladimir Putin is planning to pay any American national thirty million dollars to smoke. Red phosphorus out of an apple in Irkutsk. <laughs> it just hits different. Isn't this just the like the plot to the Nick or, or something? Uh, I'm pretty sure this is just the plot to the Nick. No, it's it's no, it's not. <laughs> that's that's entirely different. Uh, Which Nick tune is this the plot to? Um, it's the season premiere. Of... Arnold, actually. Actually, yeah. Yeah. That's the season premiere of season four hundred and seventy-eight of SpongeBob. My parents never let me watch any like cable TV. We didn't have it. I guess never let me watch is a wrong term for they didn't buy cable and I felt butthurt about that. Yeah, my mm. parents never let me smoke crack, even though it was all <laughs> over the house growing up. It was all up. over town, yeah. <laughs> oh. By the way, speaking of journalistic integrity, I feel like I should probably let the, let's let the listeners know that Dan does actually have a football-shaped head. It's about the yay large... <laughs> He also wears a kilt. He, he got confused looking at the Arnold character model. No, that's that not a kilt. It's a flat it's shirt a, that comes a, through. That's true. So he wears a kilt. Yeah, while we're revealing things about uh, members of the show, Belvin grew out a beard recently, and we had a private forum on it, a private referendum, and we'll be mm -hmm. sending pictures of the beard actually to all our fans so they can vote in on what their friend Belvin is doing. Right. Himself. Um, you can also say whatever permutation you want. If you want, like, a mutton chop thing going on, the Van Dyke. Uh, if you want a Dolly mustache situation. Well, the fun thing now is that Belvin has pivoted his webcam so that his beard is no longer on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, oh no. that was intentional. <laughs> oh, but it fits, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else has gotten made fun of this... Uh, it, it, Somebody, no, no one pay attention to me. Let's make fun of Belvin. You're right. Let's make, Let's fun, make of fun of Belvin. Yeah, do it some <laughs> this more. is not a roast Belvin podcast. <laughs> you, you thought I would, you thought I would take the bait to make fun of Belvin, and I did. It worked. <laughs> it was smart. <laughs> well, well made, good sir. Yes, gentlemen. This is Thirty Minute Worlds, a podcast with four friends where we build a fantasy or sci-fi world in 30 minutes or more, based off of three random prompt words. I'm Walter Kunkel. With me, as always, Belvin Olasov, Zach Chessman, Daniel Kennedy. And tonight we're going to get into it, rolling to see who the lore lad is going to be, who, as a reminder for the listeners, has absolute creative control over the setting, and 
gets to veto ideas that we might bring forward. I've rolled a one. That is Chessman. Oh, okay. it's, it's been a minute, I feel We're like. swinging back. It's been a while. Yeah, you hope you're ready for a weird episode. Yeah. God. Hey, you don't have to think of a prompt <laughs> word now. I... And honestly, I'm very glad. Yeah, listeners, if you're wondering why this episode is an hour shorter than normal, it's because <laughs> <laughs> Zach doesn't have to pick prompt word this episode. My prompt word is normal. Is that it? Normal. Okay, we have normal from Belvin. Uh, Dan, how about you? My prompt word is game. Your prompt word is game? Yeah. Okay. It's the thing you don't have. Damn. I'll edit Damn. that out. God, I have God, God, God. Uh, my prompt word is gold. 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 Silver and yeah. gold. Normal game gold. So of course, what immediately comes to mind is uh is this entire setting of gold farmers in World of Warcraft. Uh, okay. where everyone's a gold farmer everyone's farming gold okay. so your setting is just modern china now us oh, yes. pillarizing uh, pillaging the ip world of warcraft do you think as expert yes. you the lore lad will that open us up to any legal potential <laughs> bad shit or, or are we free to just no. wing it no blizzard's gonna be dead by the time this uh, podcast right. comes out so i think <laughs> it should I be thinking? fine well i mean taking that dynamic so let's summarize what the gold farmer dynamic is it's folks okay. in a place um, that's not as wealthy as a different place mm-hmm. playing a game for money because right. that disparity is so big. And they just farm the game. They don't have any fun with it. So, Squid Game. Yeah, I just watched Squid Game before this. And you have the audacity to come in here and say game. I'm so mad at you guys so for fucking... Because I wanted to do an episode where... Uh, we were like the bit of the episode would be that we were like forced <laughs> into making Squid Game season two, uh, having never watched season one, <laughs> and we would just spend an episode outlining <laughs> what would happen in Squid Game season two. Well, obviously, well, the squid has to come back. Yeah, funny. Like we don't know any of the actors' names or any of the characters. <laughs> we're just like the other Korean guy. <laughs> this is a good point. There's not nearly enough squids in Squid Game. It, it blows me away. We're getting actually. off track. I, don't I, understand. I shouldn't have to rein in the lore lad. This is flagrantly <laughs> yeah, I, unprofessional. Actually, it's, it's kind of fun to make you do it. Because <laughs> we, we, we have to do it to you. Um, so, uh, if, if gold is like a currency, right? And I mean, it could be about gambling, right? But we, we've done a gambling world or two, haven't we? We've done, um, okay. gambling we've done a couple gambling worlds. Let's just you just hold up money. What I is that? As, <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Our, How much money are you holding in your hand right it's now? It's not that much. Uh, <laughs> listeners, yeah. listeners, Walter just has like apparently hundred dollar bills on hand to hold up to the camera. I think that was seven dollars. Eight dollars. Okay. Okay. That's eight dollars. Um. So let so let's look at this from the other angle. Let's look at this from the other angle, because you're going from gold game. Actually, the first thing that I thought of was the word normal is sort of makes me think that there is a there's something about this world that everyone takes 
for granted as as completely normal that he's not normal at all um which is maybe it's this gold game or whatever maybe uh, it's this maybe game of gold maybe uh what about um okay how about a world where you can't earn money like through a traditional job everybody is born with like a set amount of money and the only way you can make money is by gambling against other people in games. Interesting. Like, you, you have a uh, net worth assigned okay. to you at birth, and you can't actually earn it through labor. How is like, it assigned to you? By what authority? You, you Magical get, or technocracy you, or what? You get your parents' money combined, what their worth is. Okay. And this has been going on. Or I mean, that could be a thing, or it could be like a... Could be... I don't know. There's Oh, I have an idea. What what if what if this is like an Olympus type afterlife? So you've died, you 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 have whatever your material possessions were, like maybe it's like the Egyptian system where whatever you're buried with is what you have. And then it's just like games. Um the the, the great never ending games. I do like okay. the idea of an afterlife as kind of a theme park. And the yeah. tokens that you enter the theme park with are based off shit you did when you were alive. Uh, right. And that is the currency. It's a points-based system that you use to spend on cotton candy and shit uh, of the afterlife. Okay. Ah, uh, man, I, I just know that I will not have enough gold for the fast pass. Oh, yeah, go. you're not going <laughs> to. <No. laughs> I'm going to have more than you, and that's... <laughs> I'm going to hell, but, dude. <laughs> but, it, but it's fine, because when, when you are in heaven, you can, get, you can get more. You just have to... You just have to play like uh, it's like pay to skip, right? You did really well in, in the real world. Yeah, you have you to play very fair games, like the ring toss... And right. uh, guess that guy's weight or whatever. The, the one where they nail the uh, uh, bowling pins to the wall. Well, and okay, try on, let's decide, down. though. It is, I don't know if we do we want to tie ourselves down to an amusement park. I don't Oh no. I, I'm in my head. I'm thinking like when I say games, there might be like chintzy little stuff like that. But I'm thinking like Coliseum type stuff mm. like the games, okay. Olympic kind of Greco Roman. Okay. Naked. Okay. Everyone is oiled up. Okay. Lubed up. All right. And slippy nude. I do personally know that, like, the only afterlife I would ever be happy in is if it was like an eternity of play, basically, of like games and just like horseplay and shit. That's like the only joy yeah. I could find in the afterlife, yeah. really. Because also there's a thing in the afterlife with if the afterlife is all people do still doing good works for whatever deity, that doesn't really jive with what's actually happening. Right. I'm getting uh, strong flashbacks to like youth group in middle school where they had, there's this song they would sing about what heaven was like. And it was like a big, big house with a big yard where we could all play yeah. football that and rocks. sing songs. Touchdown. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah, and then when you say football, people say touchdown. And then it's a big, big house. It's their father's house. You know, I see actually, you are that was the cause of the schism between Catholicism and Orthodoxy was they couldn't agree on the size of the yard. 
uh, of the <laughs> after. <laughs> they they also it's the reason we broke from the uh, the Church of England is yeah, because yeah. we couldn't decide on American football or uh, British yeah. football. Muhammad <laughs> came along and he's like, "There's a den in the house." <laughs> we were like ten thousand years of war. <laughs> There's no den in this fucking house. <laughs> so I guess I'm the one who's keeping this on the rails. So what if? Uh, um, I think we want the afterlife to not be like our afterlife, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. It's kind of right. interesting if it's like, you know, there's sort of a world we don't see that people are being phoned in from. Um, mm-hmm. And what if there's like different kinds of currency? Like what if there's moral currency? Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like good deeds are awarded, but only in that way. Well, yeah. Hang on. It's right. not different kinds of... Is it just all the gold, but different experiences and different things give you that one currency? Or is no, it I think it, I think it's multiple types lived of... lived experience, yeah. Yeah, okay. uh, like it's more interesting, I think, if, like, the guy who's buried in the vault of all the riches of his country brings something over, but a very different thing than the person... Yeah, there's, like, an achievement right. currency, and then there's the actual moral currency you get for being a good person. Right. Right. And they're two right. separate systems that can buy different skins uh, that you wear in the yes. Coliseum. Yeah. So Okay. So the, now what I'm thinking of now, right, is we have this uh, sort of game, these games that happen. In all, in all, like in the Olympic Games, right, you have teams. Mm-hmm. They are your nations. But clearly that's not going to, that's not going to uh, stick around for the afterlife. Like, um, especially because, you know, nations come and go and there's going to be like, it, it's, it's going to be weird. So what are the teams, I guess? I actually like boys. just recruiting. I actually boys. just. Wait, what? The lads. No. <laughs> Afterlife is for the boys. <laughs> I, oh I actually God. just had a thought that's kind of like Philip K. Philip K. Dick, but, uh, okay. what if we take this in a more normal direction? And this is actually an approximation of the afterlife we've built. That's a video game. And and it's kind of, yeah. And so it's kind of like second life. And when you die, (laughs) your relatives can input enough information about you. And maybe you have like an AI uplink that can make a little character of you that then your relatives can log on and play with you and kind of talk with you or a facsimile of you in this game. Uh, I I and it's an approximation hope, of the afterlife. I really okay. hope that this never happens in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that never happens. That's horrible. I hate that. Future. Oh my god! This is literally what Mark Zuckerberg is trying to do right now. <laughs> this is the this is the plot to some show, but I I don't remember what it is, and I'm glad because I'd be spoiling it to say. <laughs> Good, we're better. I than like that. the show, but whatever. Uh, what the, do we think of this idea? I'm into it. I get I'm it. into it. I can roll with it. Because then it actually turns the like things you can buy for your relatives into like you can obviously your living relatives can spend real world dosh like money on in game okay. currency for you. Well, a dead person well, who's being controlled by a robot. Once you introduce like right. the real money transaction thing, it becomes dystopian and gross. Well, okay, what if it's more noble than that? Yeah. What if, in absence of... Due to public outcry, they tabled the, like, big, big mm-hmm. microtransaction stuff that was going on in the afterlife. And now right. uh, they introduced, like, this achievement system. Like you had mentioned earlier, the two types of currency. 
moral mm-hmm. currency, which you would have to track throughout your life using basically like constant location tracking software to like read right. whatever the fuck it is you're doing at all times. And then oh. achievement-based currency, which is kind of evaluated on a holistic scale when you're put into the game. Maybe it's because right. my brain is fucked up, but I can't I can't picture this without fucking capitalist like fuckery involved. I know, but in I think the thing. This is the thing. I have to get out ahead of this and make it a capitalist fuckery that's actually going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Because, so, okay, in, in our day and age, we, we are, when we have things that are free to us, everything we use that's free to us, we are the product, right? Yeah. If you go, if you go on, Facebook is free because they sell metrics to companies. Right. Um, so... What this would in, what this would basically be is they wouldn't charge people for it because it's it is an incredible resource for of like of knowledge yeah and of and also testing you can get pretty fucking horrifying with it if you start thinking about like oh let's let's get a bunch of people together let's copy them into an environment and let's let's test something on them and let's delete them afterwards if you're dead can you offer consent to be put in the game yes i hate this so much i have an angle i have an angle (laughs) yeah what is a cherry on top uh what if this world is ruled over by actually benevolent robot overlords okay um who have the computing power both to track all that moral shit Mm -hmm. um and to create a vr afterlife like they, they, in their benevolence, they have created this for the yeah, humanity I think that they a big, over. I think a big part of it is that humans are allowed to like go into the afterlife some way, like in game, and see people who passed. Like, because that would mm-hmm. be what people would want. And if it is a video game, then you should probably like they would market it to people who are still alive too. Well, uh, the robots right. aren't marketing. Part of my idea is that the like benevolent robots and AI that actually just wants us to live life. And then, like, actually live on in a very cool afterlife situation. Yeah, and there would be a lot of fun shit to do. So, so the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, n- well, nice that's Matrix. one interpretation. <laughs> nice. That's that's one interpretation of what the architect said in the Matrix t- Two, Look. I think, or Three. <laughs> That's one interpretation. Look, I may have just finished watching Blade Runner twenty forty nine twelve times in a row, but. This sounds bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I just I would be I so mad. I think we can run my... with Melvin's idea because Daniel, you and I both know how fucked up this <laughs> concept actually is. If we put any legs I, on it, uh, yeah. I think I think something that's important is to give the robots a selfish reason to be benevolent, which is of course that if they weren't managing this afterlife for humanity, they would. Um, be at war with humanity. So this is like this is what what they give uh, to us is a peace offering. What an AI um, that achieved sentience decided was the best thing to do was to um, offer something to humans that they could never achieve themselves. So instead of committing genocide against us, they've trapped us in an unending digital world. Hold, you hold get on, to live life first. Poland, Dan. We have to. We have to talk about the hats. This is more important. We have to talk about the cool <laughs> I guess hats. This is more important. <laughs> we have to talk about the cosmetics. We have to talk about how you can buy. Um, 
you can buy a potion that you drink and you can change your your uh, appearance. No, wait, can I get like a sick like an admiral's hat, like a British admiral's hat? No, that's d- day one. That would be in there. Yeah. Right, I've actually changed my mind about this setting. This is pretty launch <laughs> day. Yeah. Uh, you can go in VR with your grandson who doesn't understand you because you speak Slovak and he's like now second generation <laughs> immigrant to the United States. You would just get somebody in there to translate for you. Exactly. You would get another dead person as a translator. Well, there'd be text that appears uh, when you're talking to bridge the language sure. barrier because you and your ancestors wouldn't necessarily speak the same shit most of the time. Right. Oh, how long has this been running? Probably it, it would start up in our near future. I would say. Okay. And so it's the far future. It's been in place for a long time. Uh, the by name this point. of the VR? Meta. <laughs> Meta. <laughs> uh, is that the new name of Facebook? I is. need to know what the new name of Facebook is. Okay. Mm. So topical. It came out today. <laughs> it is funny. You know, I, I still uh, don't believe it. That's so stupid. Yeah, I know. What is scary about this universe, too, is that... Uh, they can petition or basically like object. They can deny anyone entry to the afterlife uh, based off of PR as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Think about that. If it is a robot or like some company working with robots, I think the robots were the people who were smart enough to envision it and build it. And the humans do uh, the movement of capital, uh, in and out of the system and also like the administration of it uh well from a business what, so what we've what we've created of course what this is now this is the robots are god well the robots are deciding who gets in the you afterlife. can veto that but i think the humans also have some say on who gets into the afterlife and it would necessarily it wouldn't necessarily be fair to people i I think that the robots would probably listen to pleas. I don't think it would be a sort of, I don't think they would abide a sort of structure to how they, like, there isn't like, there isn't like one person on earth whose job it is to bargain with the robots. Mm -hmm. That would be, that would, no. (laughs) And he's played by Keanu Reeves. Uh, (laughs) So, so basically if you get canceled by the robots, you don't get to go to to robot heaven. Right. Mm. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to think about what would be I mean, there. There are cool elements because, like, you could you could see how your ancestors lived, like based off like reconstructions of your genetic memory or whatever, like mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed bullshit. You could build like worlds to explore yeah, you just for yourself. Be in Valheim with your grandpa. Uh, it wouldn't go back that far because you can't get the consciousnesses of people who were long, long dead. But in a right. certain way, from a modern corporate perspective, that's good because you don't want a bunch of slave owners in the VR <laughs> saying a bunch of bad words. Yeah. So right. you frankly <laughs> like, don't uh, – you're pulling it's through – we would be the oldest generation really to enter into it probably. I finally arrive at something I think is cool about this and Walt – <laughs> you immediately <laughs> dispel. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like you made it dystopian again. <laughs> well, what's the what do you want? You want a bunch of robots that make a magical afterlife for us, and then we well, just well, talk about that for, <laughs> for 15 more minutes. Yeah, because there's what, what's I mean, cool after- about that. 
No. <laughs> this is this is the two halves of a thirty minute <laughs> the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's cool about another tech dystopia? I don't and know. It's fun to know when I watched Mark Zuckerberg talk today. Look, I the most contentious episode. Honestly, is is the funny part. I would love to make a healing show about the about the like uh, tech uh, afterlife that we get to go. We all get to go to, but I can't make that healing show without a lot of undercurrents of horrible, terrible realities. Yeah, that's happening the thing. in the background. It's so bad that you can't like make it look good, even when you like stretch it. Well, like even no. when it looks good, that's just like the no. propaganda poster that the robots from the Matrix like. <laughs> feed but imagine humanity. actual moral robots. Imagine robots. I, I am imagining moral robots. It's boring. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, here's here's what's good about this. Here's what's here's what what makes this a very good deal for humanity. One, gods that listen and respond. Mm. Two, an afterlife that you know exists. Yeah, no doubts. It is real. Three, rich people can shut the fuck up because they can buy a little bit, a little bit of extra space in afterlife. Well, they have private Whatever. service, but it's fine. So we fuck, can go into them. the next world, and it's the same as it is. No, right. it's, they, <laughs> no, it's zero it's, G, it's and you're in Fortnite. Uh, <laughs> It's that not that much better. Like it's just a, a good afterlife to me. It, don't you want Jeff Bezos to have a private server so you don't have to fucking deal with him? I just, I just want him gone. Like, if he can have his own place, well, his own thing. That, that's where I would go with making an afterlife interesting is like giving different realms, like different partitioning off different types of folks. Because one afterlife fits all doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah, some people get to live in separate but equal servers called ghettos. <laughs> <laughs> there could be know, like a legislative, like a legislative uh, movement or like bill that was passed. That's like you have to give hardened criminals or like criminals who like serve out their sentences or who die in prison. You can't discriminate against them. They have to be in the afterlife. And the robots were like, okay, but we're going to put them on separate <laughs> fucking server. Yeah, they go into like, a PvP server. It's <laughs> the prison server. Oh my god. And the it's Australia just like, they server. don't get to see, like, a lot of the people they knew who were alive. That would be the appeal of this too, right? Because in old age, you get separated from a lot of people that you knew when you were young. Uh, you mm -hmm. don't necessarily know all your high school friends. But in the afterlife, it would theoretically be very easy to link up with them. Uh, once you're all dead and gone and like be like hey we right. should catch up maybe let's vape in zero g or going to yeah. squad for the yeah, many let's, games let's squad up for the many entertainment offerings here we're gonna do some battle royale activision blizzards <laughs> afterlife <laughs> wait no fuck this whole thing every part of the afterlife is battle royale which is like a billion different Fortnite islands <laughs> oh my god uh, i'm sorry guys but this one is just like I can't make it not horrible in my brain. <laughs> no, it's that's that's a good instinct because uh, yeah, go on, go on. No, I, I actually think I actually think that this would be would if this was real, I'd be okay with it. Is 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 the is the kind of I don't know that I would thing. because um, go on. Do you just want blackness? You just want nothing? No, it's because the people that's that I are being <laughs> uploaded, you have no idea whether they're real people or thinking machines. It, it, they're not right. the same people that lived and died. 
in a sense, they're still in the blackness and it's some AI approximating their mannerisms and their like lived memories uh, to try and imitate that person. Right. Yeah, yeah. You always For have to a capitalist wonder... reason. The robots hacked God and got access to <laughs> the data files of souls. So no, no, matter soul. no matter how good the <laughs> simulacrum is, it's you're, oh, there's always the doubt of is this the or is this the same as the original? Like if it's a perfect recreation of someone's brain, is is it, it is it perfect? And how could we ever know? Yeah. There's that sense of dread. There's the other sense of dread of like, what if like how is this really going to be sustainable? Like why why is this here? Yeah, certain countries have completely outlawed it too. Like uh, theocracies, right. it would be a huge threat to like spiritualism yeah. yeah what it is is it is like i do think that there are ways to take this into the future that would be like this is the way this is humanity's path to the future because like the if the planet's not sustainable anymore for instance they upload like they upload all of their uh consciousnesses into robots um you, it, you into robots using this um technology and then shoot out um to another planet another solar system as as our as our sun uh dies that would be that would be that's cool that's like that's like not an apocalypse that's like an averted apocalypse right oh i think i'm just trying to make dan feel better it, i i appreciate it it's not working <laughs> i know oh. dan tell us some of your thoughts about this setting uh i uh, I mean, I get to be honest with you guys, I really like I don't really find the idea of an afterlife appealing like in any way. Mm -hmm. So it's really and, and especially with how techy this is, I am actually really struggling to separate it from like some horrible dystopia. And it's probably okay. a sign of mental illness. No, I don't think <laughs> it is. Uh, I don't think it is at all. Uh, I, I, I so think there's a rogue AI. There's okay. rogue AI in the system, yeah, and okay. it is <laughs> now actively you're language. abducting consciousnesses into its into its like private net, and it is giving them, it is torturing them forever. Okay, okay. how's that feel? That <laughs> seems more appropriate. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you may not yeah. have your utopia belt. <laughs> no, that's good. I like this. Yeah, robot belt. Yeah, a dark Zuckerberg. It's called. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't, Zach. Maybe you need to weigh in on the name. <laughs> and that's our show. <laughs> no. Uh, oh. oh so what? Hang on. So we talked a bit about factions that would exist in this universe, explicitly in the game world. Uh, is it a traversable space, like on foot, or is it kind of like loading screens, or do you just like jump to kind of wherever you want? Um. Well, it's not like Second Life, because that's corny as shit. Mm -hmm. um, it would probably be something like where... Well, to make it have the most like uh, sense of presence, you would probably want uh, the physics of the world to be a, as, as normal as possible. Where you're walking around, and like if you want to go somewhere else, you pull up a menu, you... Somehow have like a portal yeah, well, device. Maybe once that you, you progress really far in the afterlife, and that's something I think we should talk through is how much progression is core to video games. Mm -hmm. And if we're talking about actual infinity, is there like a refresh? Like, do you get to God mode 
you and you prestige just, and you have to start from the beginning just, again. Yeah, just reset so you forget everything. Well, what I think there would be was there would be like a role play server where it's an approximate creation of like your city, and then you just mm-hmm. go about your life when you're all burnt out of the afterlife, uh, like you did before you died. And it's a bunch of AIs pretending to be human taking the bus every day to go to work. Uh, so- Okay, uh, well, actually, right, if, if we're if we're talking <laughs> this, about progression, what if what if and it's it's very tied into game and normal. What if when you're born into the world, you start out and it is a world of play, and you're starting it with very basic play, like almost like children's games, but taken to like cosmic proportions, like mm-hmm. I don't know, like tag, but everybody has superpowers, like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then as you continue to progress, you get more and more complex games. Like you can build worlds to see. Like you can you can okay. create universes and watch everything play out like in real time. And then eventually you work through the content that's available to you in the afterlife and you do it like again. But this time you get a cool gold star next to your username. <laughs> do you remember that you did it before or do you just reset? I think you get the option of do you forget or do you remember? No, here's the thing. When you once you get to this the end of this track, right? You've done all of the content that's available to you. You you now know how to use this afterlife. You can create now. And so what this is, is, is like a gigantic network of creativity where you have like everyone's, everyone's dream worlds are there. There's like things people collaborate. What I'm talking about is everyone has their own Minecraft server. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like what you're talking about is Gmod. <laughs> Which is <laughs> yes, yeah. That's the jail. The jail people go to the Gmod types. <laughs> if if I would I would play prop hunt in the afterlife all fucking day. Yeah, it would be it would be fantastic. That I'd would have so be much fun. fun uh, being a little. I water think it's barrel. less about progression and more about connectivity, connecting to people you've lost, right. and then also like people who are ostensibly living in this afterlife, be they real souls that have carried on through serendipity into this universe or mm-hmm. be they the closest approximation of a post-death person you can have mm-hmm. uh i think it's about them reconnecting with people they once knew uh, and will see presumably in heaven again and connecting with people they never would have gotten the chance to see in their lifetimes their great 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 grandchildren there is something beautiful about this in a way. Well, that's the whole promise right. of the Christian afterlife is that, yes, you will be reunited with your loved ones. Yeah. Like, that's the core. But when, right. when you think about infinity, though, the, the the bloom would be off that rose in a hundred digits. Oh, yeah. Right? Not even to mention, I mean, powering a game for infinity amount of time. Right. Infinity was, is, ne- is not necessarily in the cards, of course. Right. It's it's. There's going to be more and more people coming into it. It is it is not necessarily a sustainable thing. So I think what ends up happening in an egalitarian system is that this afterlife is a way, like, people who have been there the longest, like, they'll slowly start start to, like, elect to not be... There, was some, there's, there will certainly be some people who will, like, you know, I'm, I've had enough and I'm getting... And I'm... I'm sort of like fading away from this from this mortal yeah. plane. Right. And so they, they turn into like this sort of specter that can be summoned up by the program, but they're they, they don't want to stick around as like a complete 
like all the time. They don't want to stick around all the time. Um, and if people don't want to do that, then I think, um, I, I think that would be a problem. (laughs) I think that would be a problem because I, I do think there would be a, there's a large number of people like, I'm pretty sure that when I get to like, if I was to live to a hundred years old, I'd be like, I'm like, I'm done. Like, kill me. I'm dead. Not even that far. Um, Yeah. Well, I, I, I know I set my sights a little bit further than you, Dan. Yeah, anything no, past like twenty seven, twenty eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say the just, same if you lived in Fortnite? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, anything further than yeah. twelve, thirteen years old. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, the so, do people get to leave? This is the question because the dead people, uh, they're technically owned by. They're AI creations. And the draw of people using this afterlife, living people using it, is they're paying to connect with their dead relatives. And the dead relatives are monetizable. Uh, And so you get into issues of if you're an AI created by this thing, can you consent to, like, leave, right? Or can you even leave? Are they going to build in a mechanism for you to do it? I don't think they would uh, because you are essentially kind of – what the upkeep of the game is paid by people who are not yet dead coming into it to like hang out with people who are. So, so what I think would happen if you wanted to leave, they would be like, you can, you can go on a hiatus, but if somebody wants to come talk to you, like we're going to bring you back. Up. Yeah. God, that's terrifying. Yeah. So if you're someone like fucking Van Gogh, <sighs> oh, <fuck. right? laughs> if you're like a famous person, you're trapped there fucking forever. Yeah. And here's the other thing is let's say you're someone who's very high in demand. Yeah. Do they split your consciousness? Well, do they, they would, make copies well, of they you? They can make copies, they, right? Yeah, but they wouldn't oh, ever. God. They would, they would, and they would all be different. Oh my God. What a horrible. Yeah. Hor- this is the worst world we've ever come up with. <laughs> no, we this built, is bad. We built bad. No, ones I, would, I would rather live in the sun, the sun theft world than this one. Yeah. And this is the, the worst part. This is where we are going in our real world. Oh, no. They could pitch this and people would immediately, like, be on board for it. They'd be putting the chips on tomorrow mm-hmm. to fucking go into the... Hell, our phones are probably recording us right now so that they can, like, extrapolate this in the far future. We didn't even yeah. opt into it, but it's, like, based off your... Uh, your analytics use, based off what in 2012 when you clicked on the renew uh contract <laughs> with itunes we actually are now allowed to digitally recreate you in an afterlife of our making <laughs> if, if there's some <laughs> some 20 year old mba wannabe elon musk type out there listening to this and thinking this is a great idea kill yourself you need to check yourself into a psychiatric hospital immediately so, <laughs> speaking of speaking of can i can i get the last word yeah, go for and it. You walk us out. The metaverse is the next evolution of social connection. Ah! It's a collective project that will be created by people all over the world and open to everyone. You'll be able to socialize, learn, collaborate, and play in ways that go beyond what's possible today. <laughs> is that their literal copy? 
That's the copy from Facebook, yeah. Oh, that's wow. the <laughs> well, folks, that's our show. <laughs> oh, I hate that so much. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every other Saturday. If you want, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes and share us with all your world-building friends. It really helps us out. Our artist, courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us too at Lorelads or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world building. <laughs>